Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to The Shift. Welcome. We're sitting in my mom, my dead mother's apartment. He, sho- he, sh- he showed me her bed that he said she died in. No, no. Th- I said that's exactly where she died. Oh, but right. it, it wasn't in that bed. No. We had a loner bed. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, so it was in the room. Yeah, we had a hospital bed Yeah. in there. It's a nice apartment, though. It's not bad, you know. I mean, it's very much a uh, an unlived-in apartment now, but but welcome. You Thank know, you. It's just uh, I was in Vegas, and uh, I landed. I told Katie to come here straight away, bang out an app, because... You're leaving us. Yeah, I'm going to Madrid. So but then I'll be in Paris and then Ireland. Yeah, so we're trying to sneak one in before you go on your holidays. I know, excited. You know, so I mean, I recorded a couple of episodes while I was in Vegas. I was cheating on you. I know, but it's fine. You're okay. We're poly amp. We can be poly. Poly podcast. <laughs> yeah, poly podcast. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Which is one of the theme, one of the episodes. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to her. I love Kate. So coming up great. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. non-monogamous relationships yeah we also have an app coming up with uh our first listener as a guest on the podcast which is great she's a sweetheart i'm excited yeah. to listen to her too i mean we haven't 100 percent decided if she's going to remain anonymous or not okay yet. okay, okay. you know her. just just uh that's that's up to her yeah of course but you know she's not a she's not a comedian she's not looking to you know further her notoriety this is funny because one of the lads was like so when can i do your podcast and i was like well we don't really have people on who aren't like you know just because i was just saying that because i was like what the fuck would he get on and talk about (laughs) he's just one of the lads that i'm friends with over here and he was like i want to come on and do the podcast (laughs) and i was like well you know we have people in like certain um you know areas of the world that they could talk about like or not areas of the world but like uh you know, like like we had a plastic surgeon or whatever. Like we we haven't really had just regular people on that. Just well, we have had comics that are just fucking bluffing it. Yeah, 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 true. But like, do you know what I mean? I mean, like someone who works in the entertainment business. Yeah, no, I know somebody. Yeah, I was but, like, we haven't had someone on who might be like nervous afterwards about what they talk about. Well, I was just kind of saying that because I was like, I can't imagine what he would want to talk about. But now he'd be like, Katie, you fucking had a listener on. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that 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 episode will is about uh, marital infidelity. Yeah, and so. uh, she was very honest about the breakdown of her marriage as a result of an affair, and uh, it's 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 a, it's a it's a good app, and that's it's an honest good, app. It's a good contrast with the mon- yes, and that wasn't deliberate, you yeah. know. That yeah. was uh, that's just it's just a, a timing coincidence, uh, and and but they they complement each other. They're, they're not they don't they're not in contradiction to cool. each other actually because yeah. in the theme of both of them. We will we, we will find out is very much that honesty is the most important thing, and the absence of honesty is the most corrosive force. Yeah. So actually, they complement each other really well. But they're they're coming up in the future. We won't get we won't get too hung up on them. 
So, unfortunately, the last time we were chatting, I fucked up. I, the SD card ran out. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until... Well, actually, I realized when I went to edit the week before, and then I didn't think that actually our episode got cut off. And yeah. we, we were having a good yap about your porn stuff, but you've had no updates since then, have you? Or are you like a regular porn watcher now? No, no, I haven't watched it since. You, you're, you're done with that? Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't feel the need to... I just, yeah, yeah, last night I just used my imagination. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) No distractions, you know. (laughs) It was really embarrassing because my friend was staying over and she was staying on the couch. But we watched Call Me By My Name. Did you see that movie? Uh, No, that's the, with, uh, what's his name? uh, That young kid that was actually. Two hot gay men. So it was They're not gay in real life. Well, they're gay in my imagination last night. But um, uh, we were sitting beside each other and I was like, God, I'm getting very turned on. She was like, so am I. Sit further away. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, but, that's nice that you guys were able to share that with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you were getting turned on by the gay men, gay yeah. gay interaction? Yeah. I, I've watched What's his name? That kid, the, the younger kid was actually in like dra- a drama high school with my with my cousin's stepson. And uh, now his name has gone out. Of, it's like, it's not Charlemagne, but it's something like that. Yeah, I can't think His, of it either. It, it's just gone out of my head for a second. It, it, it'll come to me. And then that other guy is very good looking, the older guy. Yeah, I actually think the younger guy is better looking. And she preferred the older guy, so we were laughing about it. But then I went to bed and then it got me thinking. He's like, good buddies with Sir Sharon and the younger guy. But I don't think they're, they're not a couple, but I know that they're. Good, maybe, oh, come on. Okay, everybody who listens to podcasts, tell more people about it so I can get successful and be with this guy. <laughs> He's a lot younger than you. So I don't care. How He's like eight years younger than you. That's fine, baby. <laughs> My problem now. He's I've also like one of the hottest properties in Hollywood right now. Yeah, but. He I'll was nominated be- for an Oscar for that. You know that, right? No, but I'll get successful and I'll be like different. I'll be like, hey, look, you don't want those uh, like traditionally gorgeous girls. I got a gap in my two, okay? And he'll be all like, oh, she's unique. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you think the gap is going to be the, the, the be clincher? the seller, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I think, you know, I think Saoirse Ronan would be a good pick for him, you know? I don't know what her relationship status is. I thought she was fish, um, hosier. Really? Yeah, here, I heard that years ago and i, I believe they were just sense. mates yeah i don't know maybe i just made that up in my head yeah well i don't know i mean i thought I'm not, I did. I'm not up on the gossip on that me neither clearly um i thought i read somewhere but that was a long time ago so and maybe it was just gossip because they did that song together did they do a song together yeah it's great she sang on it no she was in it it's meant to be against um you mean she was in the video yeah it's oh, a right. anti-abuse video oh yeah it's great Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, Call Me By My Name is hot. So still, you know, just like porn and movies is good for me. So I have a question. Yeah. Just like a, just like a, a fun question. Um, the, 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 sorry, I, I'm distracted because I'm looking up if Saoirse Ronan and Hosier are together. <laughs> but the, the, it certainly doesn't pop up straight away. Uh so say say you've had you've had a uh you know like a like a fling mm-hmm. right and you it 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 it's it's intense but it doesn't really go anywhere uh, but neither of you neither of you have text to sort of acknowledge that and it's just gone into like no contact who's ghosting who neither yeah well that's the thing though right neither. what what but so so do you do you text 
and say, hey, I know we haven't been chatting, but just to say, like, I'm not going to be chatting <laughs> anymore <laughs> because you don't want to think like, oh, well, they were waiting for you. You know, you don't want to make an assumption that they weren't content with the just no con, you know. No, you just leave it. You just say leave nothing. it, right? Yeah, 100%. Just leave it. Because then you can always be like, if if in the future you see each other again and they're like, hey, you go, you know, you ghost to me. You're like, well, actually, you didn't talk to me either. I didn't want to bother you. And now it's too late. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing about ghosting sometimes. It's like, who's ghosting who, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's fine. It's better just leave it. I think so. Yeah, because what's the point? It's more hard. Like, if, if they haven't contacted, then it's weird for you to be like, hey, by the way, I don't yeah. want this. <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. like rubbing salt in the wounds but yeah but, but 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 it also could be that like they could also be having the same thoughts like oh i've just left that yeah i've left that person hanging you know yeah yeah but so I, yeah i think if either person really wanted to see the other person they would reach out yeah yeah especially yeah. after having a fear. better just leave it oh yeah unless you want it again yeah yeah right. oh yeah just curious i'm always for the i say nothing I just yeah, dis- I'm, I disappear. I'm, I'm, I'm for that too. But we, you know, we're we're in the minority because I mean, we've done, obviously that was one of our early apps. We talk about ghosting, um, but you know, and I don't know if it's more. Maybe it's like a bit of an Irish thing or something. But like, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just love not dealing with it. Yeah, me too. Like, I think if they messaged me and they were like, "Hey, I really like what happened or whatever," I'd respond. But like, if I don't have to, kind of, because yeah. if it's only been. You didn't, there's no, it's not a big obligation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let them kind of think, oh, she's busy. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they're busy. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a ghost if they're like, you know, you know, do you want to meet up? And then you just, like, kill it off. Then that's a ghost. You just don't... Yeah, my, my, room, my friend uh, got ghosted. And this is a proper ghost. As in, he messaged her and said, let's go out Saturday. And she said, yeah, great. And then she messaged him on Saturday saying, what time? And he just never, he read it, never respond. And she had a great night with us now. So it worked out great. But like, yeah. it was like, but that, that's yeah, that a, is ghost. a ghost. Yeah. Or, or like, that's, that's rude. That's, yeah. That's like, you know, back in the day that was just standing somebody up. Yeah. Standing someone up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the sense that, you know, it was harder to communicate years ago. So a stand up used to be a bit more like, uh, what what you didn't show up. Yeah. My, you my, know? My, my, but, 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 but making a plan and then not responding that to me that's worse than ghosting that is that is an old school traditional standing somebody up no you're right it's awful because ghosting is like not responding the next couple of days after like hey it was a great time let's meet up again and then no response no response, no response. that's ghosting oh, but you're like right. making a plan and fucking not and then being like hey what's happening tonight <laughs> and then nothing no you're right it's horrible it's so horrible and it's like it's weird. but i think sometimes people are like because he'd been chasing her for a little while so i think when that in his case maybe was just like i'll have it now kind of i'm not bothered i don't know it doesn't make sense i was like maybe he died but he read it so it was just kind of rude yeah oh could have could have been raising our or own. when you were saying back in the standing people up like back in the day uh and not being able to contact them i knew a person who they thought they were stood up but she actually got run over by a car but she had no way to contact because there was mobiles at mobile phones at the time something like was she dead no, she was fine. She just was in hospital. And he thought he was stood up that night. So he was kind of pissed off with her for a few days. But then like a week later, she got word to him being like, oh no, I actually got run over by a car on the way to the date. Wow. It's not crazy. It's like that movie. Except for she walked again. What was the movie? There's like an old fashioned movie where she gets, she I think she ends up in a wheelchair and blind or something. And and then he like finds her in the end and they get together. But Yeah, I don't know the movie. It's a really old one. <laughs> 
when you say really old what's really old to you like it's just when color started like, oh, where right, the colors right, are a bit right, like right. vibrant you're like right, a long time ago <laughs> um yeah that actually happened to my parents when they met my my they had like a great first or you know they had a great at least first date possibly a couple more dates but then my dad stood her up and it turned out that he had to be taken to the hospital for like an emergency spinal fusion because he had all these back problems and uh yeah she she actually she thought he stood her up and then she saw like his friend at a bar in second avenue and she was like you tell that fucking asshole, you know because my mother was such a (laughs) she's such an ignorant you tell that fucking asshole and uh he was like, oh, no, he's in the hospital, so. Oh, did she go I, to the hospital I, then? Yeah, she did, yeah. That's so nice. I love those meet cute stories. Is that what it's called? Meet cute? Meet cute? Meet cute? What? Where you, like, meet, but there's, like, the, when you meet your partner, but they have a nice story, like, ah, you know, I fell in front of her car, but she didn't run me over, and we were together 10 years. So they're called meet cute stories? I think so, because I think oh. in, when they write it into a script, it's a meet cute Oh, I didn't. I, I'm, or, I'm not. Familiar. Or the listeners are going to message me like, "What the fuck is Katie talking about?" Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's just so hard sometimes with you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just making up words. Well, are you, you know, googling? <laughs> well, I have to Google because I, I'm not exactly sure if you know. But but anyway, I mean, back well, I, I was telling you earlier that so I I uh, that I fancy. Oh no, meet cute is a thing. Yeah, see, there you go. I learned. Oh yeah, that in, in film or television, an amusing, charming first encounter between two characters that leads to the development of a relationship between them. Meet cute. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe Well, we, maybe you need to have more faith in yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm now convinced I'm dyslexic because you and Tori pissed oh, him. Oh, I, I, whoa. <laughs> the, Tori, we, we, oh, and Natalie. It's just, they're bullying me. They're starting a, they're starting a group. <laughs> no, you, you. it came from your own concerns about... You yeah, know, no, I definitely am. I definitely read words wrong, so... I, yeah, imagine I, mean, I don't think you definitely... I think you should get tested, though. Yeah. You should certainly, you know what you should do? Go back to the old Des Bishop podcast, which is still up there. Yeah. And listen to the episode with Aiden. Okay, I will. Because he talks about, you know, not knowing he was dyslexic and all that. I will actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you. you're not You're not being bullied, Katie. That's so not. shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, I know fucking, my place. I know my place. <laughs> open your fucking mouth again. <laughs> he has like little cards so when I could speak, there's green for go and red for not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna believe that. <laughs> now, they're gonna, now they're gonna believe that. That's gonna that. get twisted when you get like super Katie, famous you, over when here. This podcast is over. I swear to God. <laughs> it's That's how be, I was raised. It's just gonna be clipped out, and then you'll be like mega famous over here, and they'll be like, "Oh!" And then he did this, and they'll have that like little clip of you being like, "Katie boy." <laughs> 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 Katie, you spoke when the red when the red light was on. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> it's not your time to speak, Katie. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. You could just you could literally just call the Irish papers right now and be like, it was a nightmare working with Daz. You you can't see because it's just a podcast, but the faces he made at me when I would open my mouth. I know, don't worry. And then I'd be I'd be done. I won't do that, I promise. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, why are you laughing if it's so traumatic? <laughs> um, yeah, me cute. That's what I'm going for from now on, though. I'm going to get set up by asking people or I'm not doing online anymore. I deleted it a couple of months ago. So You did? Yeah, and I already told you how my dad's helped me with the guy I fancy now. Yeah, but that, that's ridiculous. You think it's ridiculous? Well, yeah, I do. You don't think that'll work? No, I mean, it might work. Well, now you're talking about it. It's probably going to ruin it anyway. Yeah, he's probably not listening to this. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. 
I'll wait. Okay, I'll save yeah, that. Wait. To see save, if it works. save that one. Okay, but yeah. but I do want to know because I I think I think your current situation with the Italian guy brings up brings up an interesting. Oh, you're right. Yeah, brings up an interesting dilemma. So I've had three dates with the Italian guy and he had to go to Italy. And if he did listen to this, which he doesn't know my last name, so it'd be very hard for him to listen to it. I never told him my last name, but um, I think he would feel the same. Like there's definitely not a strong attraction between us. Not on my end anyway. Um, But we have a great time. So I haven't kissed him. It's been three dates. I go out with him, spend time with him. So Um, you've had three dates. mm -hmm. No kissing. No kissing. No, not even a hand holding. And I know I'm not attracted to him because we were sitting down watching a documentary in a museum and his leg grazed off mine and I automatically pulled my leg away. So I was like, I'm just really not. And he's good looking. There's no reason for me not to be attracted to him. Like he's a really good looking lad. But I just, I don't know. You're not into it. I'm not into it, but I love his company. So I don't know. So that's interesting. But the problem thing is is he insists on paying. So kind of like, I do want to hang out with him again. And I guess next time, look, I'll just have to be like, I'm paying for my half and... Well, I, I mean, do you a- think so here here so do you think that it's it's fairer to make clear to him that if we're going to hang out in the future, I just want you to know that this is not going anywhere romantically. I think so because he's paying. If he weren't paying, I think it'd be grand. I would have but an I, obligation. I, I, but I don't think the pay, I, I I think it's not really about the paying. I also think as well in one in one hand, I haven't I've never I've never kind of mis like I haven't misled him like I haven't gone in for the kiss I haven't held a hand. No, I know, but it is a date. Yeah, true. true. And like, I, it, it wouldn't be a problem if you didn't know, but you know. I know. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I, personally, for me, I feel like it's only fair to just say, "Listen, I love hanging out with you, but I am not into this romantically." And if you're just fine with being friends and hanging out, like I, I can't wait for us to hang out again. But I just yeah. need you to know because he, you know, he may, I mean, because it's a date. No, you're right, and he's he's from a different like he's from a different perspective in regards to he's a complete gentleman. So he might be just letting me lead the pace in that not kissing aspect. Well, I got to assume if he's still taking you out that he assumes it's gonna that he assumes there's a chance. Yeah. Which, you know, you don't owe him anything whether he pays or not. I don't think you owe him anything. But I think after three dates, you know, I think you might as well let him know because there's yeah. no point. And it's in, been four weeks, like, so it's been... Yeah, like, I mean, because you're enjoying it in the way that you enjoy it. But he... he, And listen, he may be like, hey, I actually feel the same way. And I, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel any pressure to, you know, so he might be like, yeah, great. Yeah. But he also might be like, okay, I'm going to stop making the effort here. No, that's true, Zell, because I don't want him to feel like it's a waste of time either. Like he's putting in time. That's actually a good point. But... Yeah, I really enjoy his company. That's so annoying, though. I just want to be like, I want to, I want to be like nobody. Be attracted to him because we have great crack and stuff. But I'm just not. You're just not. Yeah. So I think you have to be honest there. And that, yeah. That's my personal opinion. I was thinking that it might grow the more I get to know him, but actually it got less the more. Like, and it, it's, he's great. It's nothing to do with him. It's the pheromones or whatever. But they're not there, for me. Right, you're gonna blame it on science yeah. <laughs> because i look at him he's like and he's great like i was slagging him and stuff and you took that really well which i've like it, you know like we had good banter like he's he's not sensitive and he's able to you know uh yeah interesting conversations like he's very he was like talking about how do you think people are are into certain stuff like sexually because it's like genes from like thousands of years ago and he's like we had a conversation about that for like an hour and well I'm he like, th- was he trying to suggest that 
that what we're into is genetic yeah like he was saying like bdsm is it because you know there were so many thousands of years of like wars and like pillaging and all of that like is there something in us that's kind of like we don't have that anymore but we kind of still like all oh, right we 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 crave the, the violence barbar- barbarian yeah, yeah. yeah. which is interesting because i'm reading a book now about uh it's called a little history of the world or it's all about all the wars and that's all it was was people just beating the shit out of each other and then like there was a lot of like physical and you know so maybe maybe i, I mean, don't know that's a it's a, it's a fun I, conversation i like a little choking at the back of a neck but um yeah but i don't know front. i don't know if it has anything to do with you know I don't know the either. Romans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if uh, Caesar's, you know, Caesar's yeah, yeah. conquests <laughs> or Charlemagne's Holy Roman Empire. It is known that the evolution of uh, asphyxiation <laughs> during sex came from uh, the. It was so funny though on our third date. Uh, he also wouldn't mind me saying this because I slagged him for it, but I like I didn't necessarily slag him. I guess I slagged myself because we were going to a museum. And I, I was, he was late. So I was just in a coffee shop waiting for him, which is like grand. But he comes in in a full suit and like nice shoes. And like, I was like, ah, here, you should tell me I would have worn my ball gown to the museum. Like, I look ridiculous now. Besides, and he was like, oh yeah, I just haven't had a chance to wear this suit. So I wore it. But it, when we were walking around the museum, it looked like he was my lecturer and he was bringing a student around. Like I had my backpack and a pair of jeans on. <laughs> but, so he wore a suit. Yeah, like a, like a full, like, but it was like a, I guess a summer suit like it was like tweedy like it was geeky um like he's very geeky like I th- that's probably why i'm not attracted to him i'm just not like he's so You're intelligent not into geeks no i like rough manly men who are probably gonna like hurt me and it's not good <laughs> Sorry. but i do no i do like i do i like manly men i like I, I like we were talking a little bit about masculinity earlier but like i like masculine men and i have no problem with people who don't want to be masculine but that's what i fancy i can't help yeah. it well that's interesting i mean we weren't going to talk about that because, but you know. No, because that, I can't talk too much about it because my knowledge isn't that good. No, no, I know. But I mean, that is definitely a topic we have to discuss because I'm reading this book at the moment, For the Love of Man, uh, which was recommended by a listener. And it's actually been disappointing up to now because, you know, I did a podcast on a Des Bishop podcast about, uh, you know, looking for sort of a more aspirational masculinity because basically all talk about masculinity now is essentially negative. Like, it's very hard to talk about masculinity without talking about toxic masculinity to the point where it almost feels like the word is not masculinity, the word is toxic masculinity, right? So I was basically saying, let's change from discussion about toxic masculinity to a more aspirational masculinity. In other words, like, what what is modern masculinity? What should modern masculinity be? And how will that be good for society, right? Anyway, this book, the, the listener said that this book would probably be about that, but up, I'm only halfway through, but actually it hasn't been. I, I, I personally find it's just more focused on toxic masculinity and its effects rather than the aspirations for how we can make it better. Even though it, it says it's going to do that, it fucking takes its time. And, okay. and, and it's it's kind of annoying me a little bit because it's, it's quite shaming, you know? Mm. Uh, it's quite shaming towards towards men, in general but of course i'm a man receiving it that way you know and anyway long story short it's just interesting that you say you like manly men i do because a part of her her argument liz plank is is the writer and and and, and this is just a criticism of reading her book which i think she wants a discussion about it so it's not really a criticism of her per se because hers is a take you know plenty of people have takes but you know, this concept of what is masculine and what is manly. And, you know, I guess the listeners are going to be like, but you said you fancy that guy from Call Me By Name and he doesn't come across very manly. And I do I do fancy him. But um, 
It's oh. all right. You don't have to, you know, it's, it's, but it's, I also, he's like, he, he didn't come across feminine either in it. Like there is something for me or geeky, I guess not even feminine. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a character on the screen. It's totally yeah. fine. But I'm like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, my type is definitely like, no, but it's just, guy- it's just interesting because this concept of what is manly and what is masculine is yeah. what she's tackling, you know, but she's, she's basically saying that like gender is a construct. Yeah. Which I, I just can't completely buy into that we're like that essentially she's saying that like there's our biological you know gender in terms of like you're born with a penis or a vagina but like a lot of what we consider to be gender is actually society and culture and things that are learned yeah okay so this concept of manly and and what you consider to be masculine well what i consider personally to be masculine that i find attractive is like really basic it's just like you know upper body strength (laughs) a bit of stubble and you know kind of like a a few grunts like how are you today yeah yeah gotcha (laughs) (laughs) so you're like into ignorant pigs yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) but i want to keep my friends those very my friends you know i'll go have those intellectual conversations with which is great of course i'm not challenging you on it i mean I, i i'm down with it but of course you know, this is what this is kind of to a degree what's being challenged is this mm. sense that 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 it's a, it's it's a narrow it's a narrow world to live in it, as a man. You know, to 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 be manly and masculine is that. Yeah. I guess that that's why I thought it was interesting that you brought it up because I'm just reading all this stuff and I'm saying, yeah, but this is what we see as manly and masculine, and whether 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 it's the problem that that's what we say manly and masculine is and if you don't fit into that then you feel like you're not a man yeah i still think that they're they're so when i say masculine i guess i don't mean because those other like he's a man he's like geeky and intelligent and he's definitely a man but i mean i guess i just like more of a rugged look it's yeah it's, it's as simple as that it's down to no me. i get it i get yeah. it but it, it, it is interesting the language that goes with it which is yeah masculine is that rugged thing yeah and yeah. if it's not that then it's not masculine or you know because it's not manly i can't believe i'm gonna reference outlander again but i'm gonna do it because sam ewan in it plays the perfect character of masculine but also in touch with his feelings and it's like <sighs> I've never actually, I don't think I've seen that combination in a, so that's a perfect, he, they, she should write her book about him. This is what men should, <laughs> should be masculine, you know, so. Yeah, so like manly, but not so stoic, not so. Uh, like able to have a conversation, like able to, but also. But you like three grunts, you don't want a conversation. You no, want- no, I, 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 I was joking there, I do want a conversation, but I don't want it too much. I, I hate when it's like, it's like, well, you're, you're crying over nothing now. I've had, it, I have had, but that's just because I wouldn't do it. So I, I don't think that's a masculine thing, I think. That's just people oh, maybe a bit too in touch with their feelings. Like, it's good to be in touch with it and talk about it. But then sometimes you're like, ah, we need to move on. That's, yeah. Yeah. So I've had like a few, like you know, I've had two guys here cry. Two guys I've dated over here cry in front of me. And well, it's funny because one of the basic tenets of this book is that men don't have the freedom to cry and women do. And well, that that is that is bad for men. I'll tell you this, my dad, and I don't know if you'd be happy that I said this, but I think it's fine and I love that he kind of taught me this. Like, I okay, he well, he would say crying won't get you anything. Now, my stepmom has said crying's good, you know, it's like release and stuff like that, but I kind of know what he's saying. Like, there's some times where you're just like, okay, 
I need to kind of figure a solution instead of but of course crying because it's a stress reliever so tears help <laughs> well and it's also just a natural reaction to yeah, the feeling exactly but I do think well I guess in my situation that I was having the guy had done something wrong and I kind of needed to communicate and be like look this was wrong and you know we, we need to fix it and he started crying and he got really upset and he was like mad at me and he you know and I was like look if I were crying now I'm not like if I if I did you can't just cry as an excuse to get out of do, you've done something bad Th- that's my issue when people cry Katie, what I just realized something oh no you're a man <laughs> <laughs> I'm very masculine because <laughs> that's why I get my nails that's, painted. <laughs> that's the guy's argument. It's like, oh, now she's crying, so I fucking lost. No, <laughs> well, that's and I like no, and I totally understand. I cry sometimes. I cry as well because you can't help it. You're just like overwhelmed, and it really helps. Yeah, to, but like, it's okay tears. to cry a hundred percent. But I think in that in certain situations, I'm like, look, I just want to talk about it. We're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. Now you're crying, and I get get that you're overwhelmed. But in this situation, it wasn't like, hey, I'm just overwhelmed. I need a minute. It was like. Um, I felt like it was kind of like an emotional game. Does that make sense? How do I explain it? Like, like when you cried when I got mad at you for going over in Vicar Street. Well, <laughs> no, I even said to you, you were like, "Katie, don't cry," and I said, "It's a stress reliever." <laughs> the tears. I was like, "If you have to be mad at me, I need the tears." <laughs> so I like, took. Uh, I can't be fucking mad at you. She's fucking crying now, man. What the fuck? But <laughs> also, I was jet lagged, and it was a lot. But, I, but. I do so I'm trying to say this without offending people because I can totally understand why you cry because I cry too but I mean it can't be in a like you have to sometimes just be like what are the words I'm trying to say like instead of trying to like he tried to do it in a oh you're you're a bad person now you're making me cry when it was like no we're just having an adult conversation does that that make sense it was a very weird situation I was in but it's Honestly, I'm joking around because it's not it's not that important why I was crying. I was just curious. But Dylan Moran, I, I went to see him live once. I don't know if this is on any of his specials or anything, but he was talking about, you know, when, when his wife starts crying. And uh, he said, crying doesn't prove that you have a greater capacity to feel. It mm. proves that you have a greater capacity to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, and it's just I try not to. I know I cried that time at you, but I try not to as much cry because I feel like I've lost the argument once I cry. I know, but I felt bad. I mean, I did feel bad that time. But, but yeah, it was just overwhelming. Just the whole experience, right? The whole, yeah. Well, I was more that I even said it to you. I was like, I'm not crying at you. I'm crying at myself. Because <laughs> 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 I was annoyed with myself. <laughs> and that happens, you know. It's fine, That's but just, that was a growing experience in our relationship. It was. And but I was, all, you know, in fairness to you, you know, I, I was also like in my pre-show stress mode. Yeah. You know, so it can be hard to articulate. You know, like I was, I was like stressed yeah which is fine as is always the case before a show you know yeah of course when and we like work th- together loads now so a thousand people <laughs> i know yeah i know but it'll, anyway, be be- it'll be better this time around i'm so excited it was great then too it was amazing every comedian has that moment where they kind of like blow the light or you know like i had that you know daryl yeah. breen fucking pulled me aside it was like you know gave me a hard time by blowing the light but uh but anyway that's that's neither here nor there but uh, no, it, it, it just, it, I, I'm reading this book. I mean, I think perhaps what we should do is, I think you should, uh, you should read it uh, uh, sometime, you know, maybe on while you're on holidays. Yeah. And then we can discuss it in Ireland, you know, and I might get, I might get a man and a woman and we might get like a four-way conversation going about it. Because, you know, I, I think a lot of people have different views on it. Yeah. And it is interesting because, you know, you talk to, because obviously it's, 
the other point that she makes, which I like, I mean, there's plenty of stuff in it that I like. I just, I, it's more her tone that bothers me more than anything. But uh, there, there is a good point that women have the freedom to explore anything in terms of like things that may be considered masculine. You know, they're allowed to sort of break through barriers of their gender. Yeah. yeah. Right. That is now, and obviously women have things holding them back. It's not, it's, it's, it's not really an argument about that women don't have stuff holding them back because they do. But it's it's championed that they that they expand the limits of their gender as much as possible, whereas men still, to to a certain degree, are shamed when they explore uh, the barriers of their gender, particularly in relation to like things that are quote unquote feminine. Yeah, you know, and and for example, the freedom that you had with expressing. Uh, that you had a desire for this woman at the bar. Yeah. You know, that there's, there's a freedom that, that comes with like, mo you know, modern sexuality that suggests that's totally fine. And we accept that completely. Yeah. But men don't have that. Now I'm not saying that like, I know a lot of guys that are dying to do that, but you know, for a fact that no man is going to casually, well, most men, certainly quote unquote, heterosexual men are not going to turn around casually in a podcast and be like, you know, sometimes, I just want to make out with a guy at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Now, whether that is cultural or if the desire is just not the same, who knows? But the truth is that that is definitely uh, like like a like a, a restriction that comes from quote unquote toxic masculinity, but certainly the presence of homophobia, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a liberation for women to be able to say, yeah, sure, I'm fluid. I'll fucking explore that. And men don't have that freedom yeah i mean they do but it, it doesn't it's not as casual no and i can imagine it because even myself like i haven't gone through with it but there is a sense of like i really have to like i'm a bit scared and that's obviously just to do with my with, with being brought up that uh, you know because it's freeing now but i wasn't brought up at a time when it was freeing so i can't even imagine so even i feel a little like scared like scared to, to actually fully commit to it so if i'm feeling that of course i can i understand what you're saying yeah no I'm d d and like it's more freeing for yeah yeah, yeah. no no no. so I, I think you should read it and we can discuss that you know properly in the future because it, it you know it is it is it is very interesting but but as you you can read it and come up with your own thing my problem is that it's just quite negative even though it claims it's not it's just a lot of negative sentiments to masculinity. And it at times just feels like it ridicules and belittles men. And that the only aspirational masculinity is, quote unquote, like a woke cosmopolitan urban, you know, one. Which is just like, I just don't think everybody can identify with that. No. You know? So you you should you should you, you I'll should. read it I read it because the only thing I said this to you in the diner but I was dating a guy and he got in trouble in work for being too masculine he works in New York City but they brought him in and they said you know your face is too masculine like, what the fuck that's a bit but mental. that's crazy and I know. The, the, but because it was Boris it was Boris yeah. his face is very masculine so Boris his <laughs> but 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 he. English is his second language. Was he definitely articulating that they they said that correct? Like yeah, and because I mean that is fascinating that that happened. Yeah, no, 
yeah definitely like I guess the way he says things are very stern and that's a kind of not to brand all Eastern, Eastern Europe, Europeans but that's just a kind uh, of way and I guess I guess maybe that's what they were trying to tackle like the way he says things but the way they said it was you're, uni- too you're too masculine and it kind of like intimidates the other staff now the other staff would be women and you work you worked with women or gay men um they were the other managers um and then i guess you know look because i i gotta feel like you could go to hr and be like you told me i was too masculine that's insane yeah he kind of like he said it but then he got in trouble as well because i guess one of the guys there kept grabbing his arse and he kind of said like he, what he should have said was look uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable i've not a problem with, with what you're into or whatever and that's fine that's not what he said what he said was that's not okay in my country <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't matter what he says. I know. The other guy, the other guy is the harasser. This is the crazy thing. Well, yeah, no, he got in trouble for that. And he got in trouble for that, but what about the guy who was fucking grabbing his ass? No, he didn't get in trouble because they yeah, said but, they oh. said he wasn't being tolerant. So. Oh wow! So that's interesting because he could actually take a lawsuit against them. Yeah, like and because he could take a lawsuit against them because clearly in a company which is full of gay men and women, they are literally, uh, they're discriminating against him because I mean in that situation he is literally. It's grade A sexual harassment. Yeah, and like, and they said to him that he's not he's not being tolerant, which is actually, that's like, that's the exact equivalent of saying to the women who say these guys are patting my ass. It's like, oh come on, you know the way guys are. Yeah. So that's insane. But yeah. Do you think it totally happened? Because it's almost like that's that's quite neatly fits into the things have gone too far mold. Do you think? He's 100% telling the truth there? I don't know. You know, you would know with him because he turned out he lied about a lot. I know, because it just, it's almost like too neat. Mm-hmm. The the counter argument against a society which says you can't harass and work and men treat women like shit and all this stuff which is true and we've learned about to then turn around and say, but you have to take the equivalent abuse from a gay man you know is 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 insane yeah, because I, if a gay man grabs you i mean al porter do you know who al porter is yeah I do, the yeah. irish comedian yeah, yeah i mean his career has been destroyed now he was grabbing guys balls but i mean at the end of the day he was groping guys and his career is over yeah no i told and i told boris about that and we were this is when we were first dating he just kind of it had happened and he talked to me about it but it's a weird thing to lie about um, i know no the, I, listen the, I, i'm actually i mean he's not here uh, so and but, i'd be the first to be like he's a he's you know like i'm not i'm not a fan of his but anymore, both of but. those scenarios being told you're too masculine and then being told that you're not tolerant for guys grabbing your ass i mean that literally is the equivalent of the woman in the guys club mm-hmm. who just has to put up with all the bullshit that guys do because she doesn't want to rock the boat yeah and you wouldn't know maybe he didn't communicate to her that his arse was being grabbed maybe they oh, was it a girl or a guy it got the guy grabbed his arse, yeah. grabbed his arse, and then maybe he didn't communicate. Maybe they just went about him saying that's not okay in my country, and so there, it cut, the whole thing could have been. And like you said, English isn't his first language. Yeah, but it, you, you, but but what you can say is that's not okay in any corporation in America. Yeah, grabbing somebody's ass without consent yeah. is harass. It's literally sexual harassment. That is like that is the one thing that I have learned yeah. since Me Too, like. I knew some I knew some stuff before, but I'm way more familiar <laughs> with what's acceptable and what's not yeah. as a result of what's happened. I got my ass arse grabbed by the the head chef in work back home in Ireland, and I never did anything about it. I never said anything to anyone because I just thought it's not fu- it's not fucking worth the hassle, yeah. which is awful. 
Yeah, but the, I, I, a lot of and people just, just younger, think you it's know? not worth the hassle. You I know? know. Isn't that terrible? Oh, he's so gross. Anyway. Yeah, but that's just so strange that Sorry, that yeah. Boris turns around and gets told you're not tolerant. <laughs> that's fucking wild. But anyway, you know, I, that that I, I, I never want to be seen as the guy that's like, what about? Because I'm not into what aboutism. But it is, you know, it it, it is interesting because I, I actually, I do think that we need like like a, like a modern masculinity. Like I, I think certain aspects of what we consider masculine are just outdated. Yeah. But on the flip side, I do also feel that there's a lot of shaming that goes on about, you know, certain aspects, like, like almost like traditionally masculine things are almost considered backward. Wait, so wait, what is toxic masculinity? Well, what is toxic masculinity? I mean, I hear people throw it out all the time, and I, again, I need to like, just, I just don't really understand it. So it's like where you're being like too broy. Well, I, I, I think the term toxic masculinity comes from this sense of um, aspects of quote unquote manliness that are bad for humanity, but and also bad for men. The main sort of symptoms that people would ascribe as toxic would be like overly stoic so an inability to express emotions yeah okay uh you know an inability to uh you know take directions um but that just sounds like a lack of emotional intelligence that's it could be that could be just everybody right <laughs> yeah 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 but i mean listen i i, I really think that we I have to read the book I, I i yeah i think i think let's let's We've had a good introductory conversation yeah. to this. I think it's a hot topic. I got to learn more. Well, no, no. I don't think you need to learn. No, but, but I want to before you I know, talk about it. Yeah. I'd rather be able to sort of like bounce back and forth on the different things that we got from this book. And I actually had, I had, what was the other book? I have it here on my phone. I, I started reading this other book, which was also kind of a little bit annoying. Uh, but, you know, that shows that some of it's challenging me too, you know. So I'm, 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 I'm aware of that too. Uh, that, you know, sometimes it can be annoying because it's like a little bit challenging, uh, which is why I'd like, you, you know, I, I'd like to have a few people in so that we don't just, you know, th that it's not just like me being annoyed by a book that we can have like a good broad discussion about it because it's such a huge topic. I, I, I've been using the, um, you know, the books app. But the one thing about the books app is I don't know how to fucking get back to like the main menu. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't use the apps on my phone. Oh, for here reading. we go. Yeah, well, I, I, oh yeah, it's this guy, uh, The Descent of Man, Grayson Perry, which is another book about masculinity. To be honest, both books are very similar. It's probably one of the reasons why her ones annoy me a little bit because it, it reads very like his. Okay. You know, um, and 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 takes its time getting into the the aspirational masculinity for the future. Anyway, let's let's not uh, go go over. Well, what was even interesting? Just sorry about the bars thing. I say they said like he was overly masculine or whatever, but knowing him personally what it, like what i wouldn't consider as masculine things and it's great that he would do this but like was big into like facial products or like you know like really self-care or like things that you would normally ne think of as a little girly um but he had no problem with yeah. yeah like you know he was the one who introduced me to some like soaps that i never heard of or like tea tree oil or like very so like you know if they actually knew him personally they'd know that he wasn't you know so it's it's just an interesting that yeah i mean i i just think 
I it, it it's such an interesting topic, but to be able to feel comfortable saying that he's too masculine, I mean that is literally a lawsuit. Like I, I cannot believe that he didn't turn around and say like, how can you tell me that I'm too masculine? Like, masculinity is not a negative thing. Yeah. To turn around and put the fact that he's too masculine as a negative, oh. what you have to say you're too abrupt, or can you please try to be you know more um thoughtful in what you say you can't turn around and say somebody's too masculine it's like insane yeah and then look it's another thing where i'd say look he's direct i mean honestly it would make more sense if they just turned around and said you're just a little too eastern european yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> which i know is insulting to eastern europeans and i apologize because that is just a stereotype unacceptable stereotype mm-hmm. uh, in many ways yeah, but yeah. i think stoic is definitely a stereotype that gets uh, ascribed to Eastern European. Look, and I do think one thing that's great about any Eastern European person that I know is they've been direct and there's been no bullshit, and I love that. that. Yes. And, and I think that, that was the issue. And I think I struggle that with sometimes over here. I've been direct, and someone has been like, you're being passive aggressive. And I'm like, actually, no, I'm being like, I'm being ac- you're the if, opposite of if passive anything, aggressive. I'm being a little bit aggressive, but so that the problem can be over and done with. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting. Well, there's a great, always a great confusion about what passive aggressive is anyway, you know? That drives me insane. But I think that's a lot of it. He, he just, you know, would be quite direct in what he wants and what he he needs. So I think that's where they were uh, confused in that. But I said at the time, I was like, could you imagine someone said to me, you're too feminine at work? I'd be like, excuse me? Like it's a, it, it, it wouldn't be very, and like, anyway, like look, it was a woman who said that. Yeah, so let's park that. Yeah. Uh, incomplete discussion, which is fine because we weren't going to talk about that, but it was good. It was interesting. Uh, but let's come back to that. Really, yeah. as, a, as a proper topic, we'll get a few people in and we'll have a good, we'll have a good go. Yeah. We'll get a couple of passive aggressives in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice annoying conversation that winds everybody up, you know? Yeah. Not that we, we haven't had a lot of wind up conversations on this podcast. No. You know? I mean, I'm not wild about them anyway. Yeah. So, um, just as a, the actual topic that we were going to discuss, oh, yeah. even though we've, we've been chatting for ages, which is great. Uh, you were, you were, you were, you were talking about, people shaming you when you say you don't want to have kids yeah and it's not even i don't even think they realize they're shame necessarily shaming i guess i wouldn't have put it in that words but and i think they mean it as a in a good thing but i've said to a few people i don't have kids and the response has always been but you're so nice you'd be a great mother oh you're so warm and kind why wouldn't you do that and like stresses me out because then i'm like well i guess i should but I don't, I just, I don't feel a appeal. Like when someone gives me their kid and they're like, oh, you're so good with the kids. You're so great. And I know I am, but I'm like happy to give it back. I'm not, there's no yearning. And then, and then over the years, people have said, when you get to your late twenties, it's going to change. It's biological. And I'm like, I'm 29 in a month. It hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten harder down there. <laughs> it's like, my womb is like, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have kids, but I think that it's great that I'm, women are now having the option not to but i hate that every like a lot of time when i say it to people they're like i just don't understand you'd be a great mother and i'm like i don't even have a partner what are you yeah i wish we could evolve to be able to have kids until our 60s and then i wouldn't have to worry about it well you don't have to worry about it anyway yeah i think of like another 10 years let's say but and maybe in 10 years i'll change my mind but well, you better freeze your fucking eggs. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, look, because I've, I've, I'm good with saving. I'll freeze an egg, but I still don't see the appeal. Like I, I think people who have kids are great, but I don't want, I don't want to be stuck to something. 
It's but it's okay to not want to have kids. Yeah, I just. But but I understand that there's a lot of shame. I mean, I get it a little bit, but possibly men don't get it as much. I I don't really know, you know. I mean, but, uh, you know, and I know I know plenty of people like you that, yeah. you know, didn't want to. Have, and then some people don't want to have kids, and then they just have one. And of course, they have one, and it changes everything. But I also know people that didn't want to have kids. They fucking have one, and they wish they hadn't. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to put that onto their kid, but. It's also okay to Yeah. And in fairness, that. like I guess none of my friends, not like barely any of them have had kids. So I guess it is oh, really? changing. Yeah, there's few of them had kids, but most of the girls I know now aren't in relationships or they're my age and they're just in serious and Well, New York is not New York is a place where it gets pretty easy to not want to have kids. Yeah, I'm actually thinking of the girls back home now that I think about it, but it's been like it's so but it's still been said to me, like I've even, you know, people have been like, but you, I don't know if it's me personally because I come across as sweet. <laughs> They're like, well, you, you're like such a mother because you're like caring and kind. But I'm like, oh, Jesus. Um, well, you know, you are, you are at the age, when I was your age, that's when a lot of my friends were, were getting into the getting married zone. Uh, I mean, a little bit later too, but, you know, in my early 30s, mid 30s, a lot of my friends had kids. And, you know, that coincided with my dad dying in 2011. And that was definitely my most broody time. So, like, I actually was, like, thinking I would love to have a kid, you know. And that that's faded for me a little bit. But I, 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 I don't I do not not want to have kids. I Like, I'm actually not somebody that thinks that I don't want to have a child. But I am somebody who's thought, I think at this stage, I'd be okay if it didn't happen. Yeah. I also... I I know now I say this and in 10 years I'll probably pop out but it doesn't four, matter and then you know in 20 years they'll be like remember when you said you didn't want us <laughs> yeah but that, that'd be fine too yeah but like I just this is so weird what I'm about to say the thought of growing something inside me as well I like I, I hate when I'm uncomfortable in my own skin I even hate when I put on like I yeah no if I put on jeans that are too tight, like I'm like really finicky with stuff like that. So the thought of actually growing something inside me really freaks me out. Is that weird? Well, it I don't know. I, 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 I don't even like the idea of giving pregnant. birth terrifies me. I'm like, and then having something with me forever. But I'm sure then when I'm with my little sister, I'm like, oh, she's amazing. If I had like her, that'd be great. And I love the love I get off her. And so maybe, maybe when I'm financially able to even think about that things, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking like that because I'm, I'm like, you know yeah well you're just not there right now but yeah. it also you may never get there and that's all right you know? yeah i mean I've, I've heard other people talk about it. i mean there is a lot of shame you know there is this sense of you're battling against your you're battling against nature if you you're somebody that doesn't want to have a child there is that mm. sense that it's out there or you know or like when you're old and i'm like i don't know i'll have had the money to put myself into a nice home <laughs> well i mean people always say that when you're old. but i mean the thing is that i've been there i've nursed both of my parents to death yeah right and that that is that was that's nice to be there for your for your parents at the end and i gotta think that for them it's amazing but that is the the tiniest part of your life your death yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like it's it's yeah. and don't get me wrong I, I i don't think my parents had me so that we'd be there for their death and I know a lot of people say, but who's going to be there at the end to look after you? Yeah. But actually, it's a tiny percentage of your life. So 
I don't think it's a good enough motivator to be like, yeah, but in the end you're going to want to have people there, you know? Yeah. And you know, it may, I'm sure most people say, ah, you know, it'll be different for you and you'll know when the time comes, you'll want to have a kid. And it may change, you know, when your friends have kids, like it will become more like, oh, you know, you'll see the caring. And I mean, there'll be days where the kids will be fucking crying and sick and your friends will be tired and you'll be like, I'm never fucking doing this. But there will also be days where, you know, you just see the love and the, you know, like, you know, like over the years, like my friends and my brother, you know, like a little kid, you know, and plus I have my nephews, you know, and they'd be like, you know, you'd be sitting on the couch and the kid will be like, you know, falling asleep on your chest or something. And it's just like such a nice feeling. You think like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, mm-hmm. so you, you may or may not change. But I think that just in terms of the present and where you are right now, I don't think you should feel like you have to defend yourself yeah. from these feelings. You know, it's totally fine. And it can be connected to your own childhood or it could not be and for any number of reasons you could not want to have a child and it is totally fine yeah you know but you're living in new york where where it's fine i mean honestly all my friends well not all my friends but the friends i talk to about this stuff the most you know in the early years of their kids when their kids were young they would always say to me like you gotta have a kid you'll be a great dad you know i used to get i i I used to get that all the time you know you'd be a great dad because you know i was great with all the kids when they were young and I, and I loved it. I mean, I, I love kids, you know, so like, you, you know, they probably could see the joy in me and they'd be like, oh, this is, you know, you got to get this, you know. Uh, but funnily enough, a lot of them now, their kids are older and they've gotten older, my, my friends. And the, a lot of them say to me, I think it would be fine if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they I think partially they kind of feel like, you know, why not just do what you're doing? Yeah. Because they know that it was the best thing that they ever did to have a kid, but they also know that it was really fucking tough. Yeah. And they kind of, I almost feel like they want to use me as an experiment of like, can it be done? Can you be, <laughs> yeah. can you be fulfilled as a human being and not have a child? I think, you know, and you think of all the money and I think for me, like I love traveling and I love doing comedy. Like I'm not making yeah, I made ninety dollars last weekend off comedy, and I was like over the moon. That's fucking not a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but I love. I don't. I would be really genuinely like I don't. I don't actually need to get pay, paid for comedy because I. That's what I go out and do at night, and I love it. Like obviously, I want to get paid. But my point is, I. Do, I just. I I love that more than being in a relationship. I love that more than a boyfriend. I would choose comedy over a boyfriend. I would choose it over having a kid. So I just don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to have to train someone or teach someone or police someone or, and my childhood was exhausting. I'm just like, I'm so happy. Yeah, and it may be connected to that. I'm so happy now. And I'm like, you know, I'd like for 18 years, I've just, I felt like exhausted. Whereas now I've like built up a life and I'm like, I have this money like I'm going yeah. to Spain I'm going to Paris and London and Ireland and I have the money to do that I should go do shows like and it's like would I yeah and I mean listen it's a sacrifice having a child is a sacrifice it really is like I think people who do it are amazing because like people are always like you're so great at my kids and I'm like yeah because I know I'm giving them back like I can have a bit of crack I'm not their mom I'm not like oh, I don't know I look but I don't know but then sometimes when I'm with my sister my little sister I'm like oh this is great like you know that exactly what you said where they fall asleep on your chest or whatever like i'll like sleep in the bed with her and we have such a strong bond but then i guess if she has kids i'll be grand i'd be the cool aunt yeah i mean i'm the cool uncle now yeah, yeah i mean I, you know i i i, I would have had, had i had a child like everything would be different now and 
I, I'd be fine with that. You know, I also, I don't believe in fate and destiny and stuff, but I also feel like life happens. Yeah. You know, and it happens in so many different ways. And one way is not wrong or right. Mm -hmm. You know, I do think, I do think that we have a reper reproductive drive in us. Like I do think it's in us to want to reproduce, mm. you know, but I think that there are many drives in us and they, they don't all get satisfied. So I don't think it's an incomplete life if you don't have a child. And obviously some people just can't. Yeah. You know, and they have to figure that out for themselves too. And you can adopt and all that. I know. But like, I'm just saying that like, I, I, I don't think you should feel bad. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I don't necessarily think that if you don't, that your, your life will be incomplete. But I do, I do appreciate that it is a massive experience and i think probably one of the most fulfilling things that you can do as a human being yeah i do think that yeah i probably will have one later but you don't <laughs> you don't know until you have one that's the thing like people always say you don't know until you have one so it's like they 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 can you can never know how it feels to be a parent until you're a parent but people that have kids can never know what it would have been like to live a life where they just never had to give all that stuff up. Yeah. You know? So, it you know, one one is not better than the other. It, it It's just life. Yeah, I agree with you. You know? Also as well, like, I don't think I said this on the episode, but I had a chat with a listener because the plastic surgery, she, a listener said she got surgery done on her... Um, Vajayjay? She actually said Yuha. Uh, <laughs> but yeah vagina. she got a labiaplasty she got the inside reconstructed because it was um so kind of i guess the baby coming out yeah yeah fucked it all up and she thought that it would get better and then eventually she said fuck it i'll just spend the money and she said it was grand she said it was actually it's great and she's delighted she did it but i was like that's great to know because that's a massive thing where ali wong said this joke and it terrified me on her special she's talking about the girl's vagina falling apart after um i think i mentioned it on the podcast before but that was something that uh, would be in my head. I, I'd be terrified of... Yeah, I mean, women give up a lot physically to have a baby. Yeah. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yeah, but then hearing that, I was like, well, that's actually a good thing for plastic surgery. Thank you. <laughs> I will definitely get my vagina fixed. <laughs> well, different levels of damage, different people, you know? Yeah. It, it depends. You could just get a C-section, you know? Well, they also say that's really bad, uh, bad on your... Um, it's a hard healing time with that as well. Yeah, but you know, you can heal. Can you just, can I just meet a man that can have a baby? Do you know what? No. Maybe I will turn out to be uh, um, into women when I finally get over that. And I'll have a girlfriend and she'll have a baby. And then I'll be like, that'd be the best. Or I'm going to meet a man who has a kid already. I want to be a stepmom like my stepmom. Yeah, well, that was a joke I used to have in my show. I was like, I need to meet a divorced woman who has like a three-year-old. So just before the child has memory, oh, perfect. I step in and then I'll always be the father. Like I'll always be her father. Uh, she'll never know another life, but I will only have to look after her for like 14 years. <laughs> so <laughs> no. it's quite like, it's quite a lot less. But actually as well, and the bond you build up, like the bonds I have with my stepmom, because she's like, she's amazing, but she's also like, she's been like a mother, but she's also like been like a friend. It's a different relationship. It's very unique. And I, I really like that. I think they can kind of come in with a different perspective. They're not your parent. So they can be like more honest and like, yeah, I think I'd be a good stepmom. I mean, I have a little bit of a, I have like an uncle relationship with my cousin Bella, but 
there's at times you know she's come to me with like life stuff and it is that is a nice that is that parental not not parental because i i don't want to like over exaggerate our relationship but that sense of guiding somebody through the challenges of life is is rewarding and the you know that love you know that sort of like i i care for you in a way that i don't care for another human being it is it is like a special feeling so i can't imagine how amplified that would be if it was your own child yeah you know yeah it'd be great if you have a good relationship with them i think as well like god what if you yeah yeah it must be hard if you have a bad relationship <laughs> like well i had <laughs> but, <laughs> but i'd say that happens a lot you know when they're being shitty teenagers as well i'm like where you sometimes and i see it a lot because i worked in hospitality I since kids I was 16, are a pain in the ass they come in and like they're just like dicks you see i see it um, yeah i see it, i see it a lot over here as well because they can't well you just look you can't hit your kids you can't hit your kids but i'm like oh can you hit that kid please <laughs> but like not hard just like scare him a little please <laughs> because uh he is spilling milk everywhere <laughs> i was doing that all weekend in vegas the joke of like you know you know I, i'm sure no parent here hits their kids and i think it's great that parents don't hit their kids and i think every parent here is dying to hit their kids <laughs> and that's okay too <laughs> it's yeah. okay to want to you can't hit them but god knows it's a fucking it's a normal human reaction you'd be like one fucking smack, <laughs> one fucking 1979 whack across the head for you you fucking piece of shit <laughs> young me i don't know if you know her but she has a joke about it and she says i just want my kids young to- me yeah do you know her <laughs> no oh <laughs> that's her name <laughs> not- you'll always be young to me katie <laughs> oh i was like what <laughs> uh, but young me not me um she has a joke about it she says that her, her son she doesn't want to hurt him but she wants him to like nearly get run over a car so she can push him out of the way but push him real hard <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, me. <laughs> this joke I was doing at the weekend in Vegas, because you, know, you get a lot of people in their 40s at these shows, you know, yeah. and they like a bit of the back in the day material. But the joke I was saying is like, it's tough, you know, you can't hit your kids. And I think that's great, but you can't even hit them once because if, if you hit them once, then at least you have the threat of a hit. Yeah. So if you've hit them once, then you never have to hit them again. You can just be like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the problem is if you've never hit them, then you don't have the, ah, you know, yeah. you, it's just... My my dad never hit me, thank God. But my dad was uh, his parenting skills were very good. He was very direct. Yeah, very good, except for telling you not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it made me be like, when I have to cry, have have to cry, and everybody's listening. If you need a good cry, you need a good cry. But I was probably crying over nothing a lot, you know. So it kind of built me up a bit. I needed a thicker skin. Yeah, he was toughening you up. Yeah. And getting I, you I ready for that. the bad world out there i love that but he he would get so mad about things in a good way that i still it's it it, it still plays in my head and i'm thankful for it like it, i'm polite because of the thing the way he was or like you know he was yeah like we are very direct like you get mad and but in a, like i'm glad like in things that i shouldn't have done and now it's like i'm able to go out in society and be a good person yeah <laughs> but well, but we, he never you never we know that your dad's parenting is not on trial on this podcast <laughs> no but i think like <laughs> i think you can be scary and like enforceful without hitting but some people can't do that some people oh are yeah like, the hitting i know yeah. they're like um, well i think it's good that we don't hit anymore but i mean i, yeah. cer- I, I certainly <laughs> got smacked fucking all over the place but my yeah, dad didn't hit us but my dad was badly abused as a child so it was a big thing for him to not hit us yeah but I don't think he had a problem with my mother smacking the shit out of us. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I won't. He was probably delighted. He was like, oh, thank God she's taking over yeah. the... 
My um, mother fucking smacked the shit. And it's funny because I have a memory of the day the hitting stopped. And I always thought it was because I started laughing. But my brother Michael John remembers distinctly the day. Because I remember the day too. But I grabbed my mom's hand. You know, I guess I got old enough. And I, I grabbed her hand. And I was just like, no. Oh, my God. And that was the end of the hitting. Yeah, she was like, oh, you can take me on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But probably, he remembers it. Probably Rhett and boys. He, he, he remembers it. And he remembers thinking like, holy shit. Like, yeah. that, that, he, he's, he's stopping her hitting. Jesus. But I wish I hadn't because then the fucking emotional torture started and that was worse. I know. It is worse. <laughs> hit, hit me, please. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so worse. Oh, I hate that. I remember one time. What's the matter? Man? Oh, nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> Definitely something. <laughs> I like have this specific memory. There's a lot worse shit that went on, but it's and it's not even that big, but it's something that will always come back to me. I remember coming home from my stepmom's house and being like, oh, it's so nice. I had a lovely salad with Lizzie and I fucking didn't hear the end of it. It was like, you say I don't have lettuce? Oh, I'm like a bad mother. Oh, I don't give you lettuce. I don't give you vegetables. Oh, and it went on for fucking days. And I remember being like, God, I wish you would just like hit me or something. And wow. to, then to have to. I'm surprised you can eat salad now. I know. Well, I didn't eat the side salad today at the diner. Did you see that? It's <laughs> 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 uh, like traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Katie on a first date. I'll have a salad. Fuck! <laughs> I'm not going to fuck you. <laughs> oh my god all right well anyway as 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 a as my dead dad looks down on us from the wall we're just surrounded by fucking death in this apartment here yeah um let's uh let's wrap it up that was good no it was, that, it was those are the things we said we were going to talk about right yeah that was it um i really want people to know that i'm okay if you cry oh come on <laughs> you feel you, bad you, now can no, we all you cry? haven't. You haven't. You, I, I, it, it was. I think it was a healthy conversation about it. Yeah. But I do want to come back to the masculinity. Thing. We will. I'll read. I'll read it while I'm on my walking holiday. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, because I, I, I didn't give a good description of toxic masculinity. I mean, obviously they tie in like, you know, violence and you know, basically what they're saying is if you look at all the mass shootings. You know, it's all men, right? Particularly like a certain type of sort of disgruntled man and they the mm -hmm. incel stuff and the way that men are abusive online. And basically, a lot of what they're saying is that this toxic masculinity or this is, is, is very challenged by our changing society and it's actually causing men to be more violent and to lash out. And all these things are driving, uh, in, in, in respect to how it affects society, it's driving men to do bad things, but also men have high suicide rates yeah. uh, a lot of mental illness and basically that uh, that the prison of this quote unquote toxic masculinity is not good for men that actually it's really about caring for men that men need uh, you know uh, to to move forward because the truth mm -hmm. is that in the drive for equality you know women have you know had a good look at their identity and they they've basically decided you know generation after generation what's better for us right which is good that's healthy yeah but i think in general the majority of man's reaction is what is being taken from us rather yeah. than what's better what do we need to do to be better yeah. and obviously not in terms of how do we destroy this rising tide of female <laughs> power but actually if if women's identities and gender roles and all these things are changing, 
what can we change for us for the better not just in relation to how it's better for women because equality you know a drive towards equality is one thing but also what, what you know how can we be better for us you know and isn't it, it great like when you think then that like you can have men who are like can still be like stubbly or, or muscly or whatever but are like well actually i really enjoy cooking <laughs> so you know that's great to like be able to explore that side as well for men without feeling that that's it's not feminine anymore it's just something you enjoy to do yeah well and that that's when that's when i like the discussion about yeah it, people a need genderless to- I, I i like the discussion around a genderless world in relation to things that are quote unquote female or not female that are clearly just like we learned that you know so i like it in relation to that but i have a problem with it and you know when you you know you completely take the biology out of it it just gets a little confusing because at the end of the day like we're talking here about parenting and you're you're worried about being pregnant to have a child and i'm just worried about how it's going to affect my fucking golf you, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about how it affects me physically. So, like, there's clearly some differences. So, you know, I, it, it's a great chat. And by the way, I haven't finished the book, so we're not completely dismissing what she's saying. You know, uh, and and it's 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 it is it is a good it is a good discussion. Yeah, and I think that is true. What you're saying about keeping it, like, there's the physical aspect, like, because even as a woman, like, like I still don't even know. I only found out recently how properly to wash your fucking vagina. Like, they still don't even know. They still argue about it on the internet. So, like, there's still things we need to kind of, like, figure out as well. Yeah, and, and but but but, but so these conversations are good because, you remember, we had the discussion about the color pink. You know, like, pink as a feminine thing is, is, is just assumed as if that was, like, a natural thing. But that is just, like, a learned thing. And there's just so many of these things that... You know, which is yeah. why what what instigated this conversation was you said I like a manly man, and it's like well, well the con- re- the con- no, but just to say the concept of what is manly, some of that might not be as solid an idea as we thought. And I will say this as well because I guess my language is wrong because when I I meant like I guess not like geeky type, but when I do say I like manly men, all my manly boyfriends I have gotten uh, at some stage to do like face masks and paint my nails <laughs> and give me massages. And we've had like a fun, we've definitely, and I think a lot of men will say who are straight and who have been in relationships have had aspects with their girlfriends where they've been able to be girly and have enjoyed it where the girl has been kind of like, um, no, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to exfoliate now. And they're like, Ooh, what is that? And then they're like, Oh, you know, so they get to kind of, so I but that's the whole thing of uh, why is exfoliating girly yeah I don't know this is when it's a rabbit hole once you get into it then you're like oh shit skincare was this they did we've decided that skincare is a feminine thing mm. whereas in actual fact it's just looking after your skin yeah everybody should look after their skin and what the, I kind of mean with it's my like nobody says stretching is a feminine thing whereas it's the same fucking thing where, you're just looking after your body yeah like with my, my, my ex-boyfriend you know he was what I would consider very masculine but he did all the cooking which was great because I don't fucking you know we, I can cook but it'll be bad so he, he's good at it and he was the one who introduced me to some like um, tutorial stuff and like uh, oh oh you know what he gave me uh, to use a face brush for getting out your pores um but that's you know wouldn't be that would usually be considered a bit more feminine but that's yeah. that was like um you know i think you can be a bunch of things yeah yeah but I, you know i just think i just think sometimes like it can be overly aspirational this genderless world because like in the push for equality there's not a massive desire for more female representation in the sanitation department 
you know, like women aren't, women aren't dying to be garbage men. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I don't want you that. Thanks. But, um, I don't think, I think you can still have a gender if you want to, obviously. And you can still be like, but these things that are like seen as traditionally woman or manly could just be likes, you know, like, oh, it doesn't have to be like playing rugby is manly. It's like, oh, I just like to play rugby. <laughs> does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like if we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like, I mean, that, 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 I'm a woman, but I like to play rugby. Mm. It should it just be, should be like a, or I'm and a then, man. And, like and then we can have another controversial discussion in the future, which is if a man transitions to a woman, so as a trans woman, should should that woman be allowed to play in female sports? And because that's like that's a big controversial topic, but we're not going to talk about it now. But can I say we're one leaving thing? it out there? Can I say one thing? If any man like any, for any for any man who tr- who transitions into a woman, like they clearly clearly want that because it is still hard to be like a fucking woman. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like man, I just think uh, I think it's amazing. I think if you choose to be a woman, if I could, I would choose to be. I would come back as a man. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like I'm having a great time as a woman, but I would come back as a man. Yes, yeah, sometimes. What I type really, of man? Just like your ass. But what, probably, what, what, uh, probably who is who is Katie as a man? Yeah. Ooh, Sam Owen, so I could wank over myself. Is that, is that the Highlander <laughs> guy? Yeah. So you want to come back as Sam Owen? Owen, I think Owen is that his name? I don't know. I don't. I don't watch Highlander. I don't have an I don't obsession. Know, they with don't pronounce his, his name. But I guess, like, I mean, there's sometimes there's some things that just piss. Like, I'm like, uh, sometimes I get in my head and I'm like, this world. How hates, do you spell hates his name? women? Eu. Uh, I'll just look it up. Um, but yeah, like I think I just think it's still hard to, to be a, a woman sometimes. So sorry, that's my I am a woman, so I would say that. But like, yeah, I have no doubt. I have no like, doubt. There's certain things that I'm like, I wish I was a man because you wouldn't be fucking talking to me like that now. Or like, I have to really, yeah. really like be direct and like, I'm like, oh, this just um, just I'm, I, I can't think of a per- an example right now. But I'm like, <sighs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. I can't think of an example, but I know I, the women listening right now will be yeah, like, they'll yeah, they'll get it. Like, yeah. I wish but I was a man. <laughs> yeah, and I, I honestly, I don't wish I was a woman. That's I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So. Other than I might have a chance to lick Cara Delevingne's pussy, but other than that, no. But yeah, so for any man who transitions into a woman, you're amazing. Um, and anybody who transitions in general, like to to choose to do that, that's a huge thing to to go his through. Na- so. His name doesn't matter. You don't have to look up. Oh, his sorry. Name. Sam Ewan. We're gonna call him. Well, let's just, we'll leave it there. They can play the sports. What? They can play the sports. I don't care. I'm not playing sports. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm saying that's a that's a good controversial discussion for the future. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let everybody play. But I'm the worst. No, no, <laughs> no, like, no. Because they, they, there's, a, there's a trans woman in the, in the UFC fighting women, you know? And the argument is, you know, like, does she have, does she still have uh, a competitive advantage in terms of her, uh, you know, Perhaps her the, the the gender that she was born with uh, has given her a physical advantage that is not fair. See, yeah, I just so this is the this is this is the controversy for the future, Katie. We're going to leave it now. We need to leave topics for the future. Okay, but I'll be really bad. Keep I'll it out there. Like, just d- d- don't worry. Let everybody play. <laughs> Keep it out there. <laughs> I don't know. If any listeners have any thoughts, we'll be coming back to that. A lot of stuff we'll be coming back to that came out in this ep. So please message away, particularly around masculinity, because we'll come come back to that soon. Please do. Love yous. Bye, guys. Bye. So, thanks, guys. Thanks for being here with us. Actually, Katie's gone now. I'm uh, I'm somewhere else. I'm in West Hampton, actually. Beautiful evening here. And I wanted to announce the winners. 
of uh, the competition. I've just I've sent the messages. It was a little little distracted, pup. Five pairs of tickets. So abso absosisto. <laughs> I mean, some of these names are hard. Um, I'll, I'll read them out. Oh, Katie Katie Esposito. Duh. I was trying to read her Instagram profile. Katie Esposito, congratulations. Alan Max, 69. Alan McCarthy, congratulations. Uh, I sent you a message. I'm sure you, you'll, you'll be messaging me back in the meantime. Shane Smullen, congrats. Listener to the podcast. And, uh, oh yeah, Linda. Uh, Linda Har, congratulations. Um... Actually, you know, I think I, I, I did too many. You know, what happened was, uh, there was, it's weird because I feel like we have a lot more female listeners, but there was a lot more guys that uh, went in for the competition and I wanted to get a good mix. Uh, so I did the women first, but now I realize I did six pairs. All right, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I did six pairs and so be it. I get... I get uh, I get 20 tickets held for the guest list. So I've just given away 12 of my guest list tickets to you guys. All right, so be it. That's life. So who else do we got? We got Patrick O'Leary. Congrats. And uh, we got Jay Whelan. Congrats. So there you go, guys. I think, I think I've, I've set them all out. I certainly... Uh, I certainly messaged him. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six pairs. Oopsie poopsie. So be it. But it'll be fun. And listen, I don't want it to be weird, but you're probably all going to be sitting right next to each other because that's the way those tickets work. So you might as well shake hands and enjoy yourselves at the show. And uh, so congrats. Um... Anyway, thanks for listening to the app. Next week we have uh, an an episode about non-monogamous relationships um, with Kate Sheeler, which I recorded in Vegas, and it, it's good. You know, there's really a lot about swinging, actually, the lifestyle as uh, as it's called. So, I I think you're going to enjoy it. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Katie's leaving me. Left today, actually, so she's gone. But it was great that we we got this ep in, and then uh, I have some cover while she's gone. Uh, two episodes that I recorded in Vegas, and then we'll be reunited. Reunited, and it feels so good. Um, and uh, that's it, really. I'm distracted because I, I left my stupid Instagram open, and people are messaging me as I'm speaking, so let me put that down. Um, anyway, uh, there's plenty of shows... Uh, coming up, um, you know, uh, if you're in Cork, be in Cypress Avenue. Katie will be there. She won't be in Ballymaloo, though. That's sold out. Uh, she won't be at the Ballymaloo show. Um, but she will be, and she won't be in Nuri. I'm in Nuri. Um, and then uh, Thurless, Katie, will be there. And then she's in Faker Street. And uh, But check out desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. A lot of Irish shows coming up. If you happen to be in the east coast of the United States, I'm in Mohegan Sun this weekend. That should be fun. More casino shows. Um, and yeah, uh, give us five stars on iTunes as always. 
leave some reviews, spread the word. It's funny. We I feel like I feel like the podcast has like bursts of new subscribers, and then it it uh, you know there seems to be like a like a pause in excitement, and then it rises up again. So if you haven't been telling everybody about the podcast, do tell them. And um, uh, we really do like I like messages and suggestions and questions, and we don't get a ton of them. And I would love a few, I, I would love some more. So hit me up in the DMs with some questions and stuff, particularly for like these intro and outros. I feel like I would like to, you know, include that a bit more. And I did get some questions for uh, for Kate Sheeler in advance, and I did ask them. So, you know, uh, do do throw some uh, do throw some stuff in, and you know, if you have any questions about non-monogamous relationships. Uh, I will be doing an intro and an outro for the Kate Sheeler app. So if you've if anything you wanna you wanna ask, throw it my way. Anyway, I've been talking too long. The episode is over. Get on with your lives, your beautiful lives, and um, we'll chat more. Oh yeah, also if you have any, if you want to read that book, I I think maybe in three weeks time we'll do an episode, a proper episode on masculinity. So maybe if you all read uh, For the Love of Man, or if you want to read uh, the other one that I mentioned in the podcast, uh, either way, it's, uh, it's a good topic. All right, guys, I, yeah, I'm too distracted. Thank you. Miss you. Bye.